good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Now that the intro is all done, let's just start out by saying today is Thursday, the 26th of October, 2022. That's right, two months until Christmas. Can't believe the time has flown by so fast. Now, before we get into today's show, don't forget to like this video as always. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't and do hit that notification bell so YouTube will let you know when our next video will be up. And now that that's all said and done, we'll jump into the very first story of today, and it's in relation to the Phuket Highway repair that's going to cost 5 million baht. The Department of Highways has estimated that it would cost at least 4.9 million baht to repair Highway 4029, the main road which links Phuket's Katu district with the island's popular Patong Beach. And if you remember from last week's story, this road actually collapsed and has been closed ever since. The highway remains impassable as it was seriously damaged by a landslide which struck near Co intersection in Katu district on Wednesday last week, which serves as the main access for motorists heading to Patong Beach from Patong Hill. While the road remains off limits to vehicles, local commuters, as well as some tourists, were seen traversing the damaged section of the road yesterday in an attempt to continue their journey along the undamaged section of the road. An informed source said after a preliminary survey, which was carried out by a drone, the department estimated the repairs would cost at least 4.9 million baht. Now they got all that from a drone survey. It's pretty impressive. According to the DOH Director General Sarwut Song Willai, the work will likely be funded by the 17 million baht budget the Katu municipality had approved on Sunday to maintain the highway. A team of engineers will have to make a further assessment before a contractor is selected to get the job done, said Mr. Sarawut. The Expressway Authority of Thailand, that's EZACT, meanwhile has vowed to speed up its planned project to build a 3.98 kilometer long tunnel, estimated to cost 14.67 billion baht, as an alternative route between Katu District and Patong Beach. They've also, uh, has said, only recently completed the market sounding process on the Katu Patong Tunnel project and is now expected to forward the results to the committee tasked with finding a potential private partner to invest in the project, said another source. In exchange for fully investing in the construction of the tunnel, the investor will be awarded a 35-year concession to operate it and collect the toll fees, said the source, adding that the bidding for the project is expected around the middle of next year. And of course, yes, tolls for 35 years. That's absolutely fantastic for the people of Phuket. Uh, it, it's a shame the government just couldn't actually build it and uh, not force this on to you know, people. As we've seen, that happens in many countries in Europe. This 35 years runs on for eternity. And moving along, police raid illegal nightclub for Chinese seize luxury cars. A total of 104 customers, 99 of them Chinese nationals, tested positive for drugs during a police raid on three adjacent buildings illegally operating as a nightclub in Bangkok's Yanawa area in the early hours of Wednesday. 34 luxury cars found in the building's grounds were impounded, including a Rolls Royce. The nightclub was said to be operated by a Chinese national. 
More than 100 city police were involved in the raid of the Jinling, Leela and Whip Cup car wash building on Sharon Rat Road in Yanawa of Satan District around 3.30 a.m. They were acting on a tip-off. The building were being used illegally as entertainment venues with a karaoke bar to serve Chinese visitors, drug parties and illegal gambling, said Police Major General Tiradat, Chief of Investigation at the Metropolitan Police Bureau, who led the raid. When police entered the premises, customers and staff immediately ran to hide in the kitchens, bathrooms and in room corners. A total of 237 Chinese customers were detained, 111 men and 126 women. 29 others, mostly employees, were also held. Thais, tribal people, Georgian, Cambodian and Vietnamese nationals. Police Major General Tiradat said all visitors and staff of the entertainment venues were made to take urine tests for drug use. A search of the karaoke room and other areas inside the building found at least 300 sachets of illicit drugs, such as ketamine and happy water, a combination of several illicit drugs. He said 104 people tested positive for drug use, 50 men and 54 women. The group Group comprised of 99 Chinese nationals, 51 women and 48 men, 3 Thai women, 1 Thai man and 1 Cambodian man. The arresting team impounded 34 luxury cars including a Rolls Royce. Pending investigation whether the owner of the entertainment venue was involved in illicit drugs or money laundering, Police Major General Tiradat said. Foreign nationals who tested negative for drugs use were handed over to immigration police. Police Major General Nita Thorne, Deputy Chief of the Metropolitan Police Bureau, said illicit drugs were sold to customers for 10,000 baht a sachet. A police source said the night spot had been operating for about four months. It mainly serviced Chinese customers. The Thais and Cambodians were employees there, and some worked for Chinese customers. The owner was a Chinese national. The night spot was operating illegally within the jurisdiction of Yanawa Police. The police chief was on Wednesday transferred pending further inquiries. Police Major General Nakarin, chief of the Metropolitan Police Division 6, signed the order shunting Police Colonel Tanachat Rukdi to the Operations Centre at Division 6 effective immediately. So yes, that's uh, obviously they've pissed somebody off because they got dobbed in by somebody or they hadn't paid the right people to stay quiet which seems to be more the case it looks like that some police possibly are involved in all this and yeah this is very very normal here in thailand now moving along tat are stumped on budget the tourism authority of thailand is expected to look elsewhere for stimulus after the prime minister asked the cabinet last week to prepare new mechanisms to accelerate year-end spending the agency has been pushing for a tourism stimulus plan totaling 1 billion baht, proposed in June, financed by a budget of around 500 million baht loan decree. However, the deadline for approval ended last month. Tat Governor Yutasak Supasorn said the agency submitted information to the National Economic and Social Development Council about a likely budget to stimulate tourist spending within this year. He said the average budget to increase tourism expenditure per person could be set around 3,600 baht based on the maximum subsidy each traveller received per day from previous phases of the We Travel Together subsidy scheme. It depends on the NESDC or a related authority to consider how much they want to use to stimulate tourism, said Mr. Yutasa. As the TAT is drafting a proposal at the moment, the We Travel Together scheme might be prolonged, while the so-called booster shot scheme for tourism operators requiring 1 billion baht must be reconsidered. 
He said it is likely the whole proposal will need to be overhauled, with only a few proposals attached to the new projects it is preparing at the moment. The Tourism Ministry assigned the Tourism Authority of Thailand to follow the instructions of the Prime Minister by proposing new schemes to help boost the economy, said Mr. Yutasak. As the booster shot was drafted in the low season in June and awaited proposal for months, many circumstances have changed, which means some proposals might be dismissed. The final proposal will be submitted to the Tourism and Sports Minister before being sent to the involved parties for consideration, he added. The priority for the new proposal is to help reduce travel costs for local tourists and extend the length of stay to boost expenditure, said Mr. Yudasak. Some projects in booster shot could not wait, so we spent our internal budget to help operators struggling during this time, he said. For some businesses, that recovery during the high season, they may no longer need large-scale support similar to a few months ago. Last week, the NESDC held a meeting with the Tourism Authority of Thailand and the tourism sector about the booster shot scheme. A source who requested anonymity said tourism operators didn't receive a commitment that the government will reconsider the 1 billion baht stimulus plan. Related state parties said they could not offer aid measures as requested. Yeah, this goes back to again the government, or sorry, we'll take that back, the Tourism Authority of Thailand looking for more funds to um, prolong this We Travel Together domestic subsidy scheme. Now, in essence, as I explained to you before in the show, it is basically where the government pay 40% of the room rate while the traveler pays 60%. Now, this is only for Thai nationals. Uh, it's been basically going on for the last two years. They're, I think they're in their fifth phase of it at this stage. And I'm not quite sure it's still needed anymore. I think as time operators stand on their own feet, I think if you can afford to travel, then you should travel. But, you know, kind of giving this incentive for people to travel when maybe there's other things they need to concern themselves about, and especially putting food on the tables at the moment, you know, the increasing gas prices, the cost of living and inflation increasing in the country on a continuous basis. And this needs to be more to focus rather than trying to get people to go out and spend money in hotels and surrounding restaurants. I mean, if you can afford to do it, then you should do it. But I think one of the, something I read recently is many Thai people are in a lot of debt at the moment and living way beyond their means. And I don't think this is even socially responsible by the government. People who can, as I said, afford to travel, go and do it. But if you can't afford to do it, if you don't have the money, then you should keep that money for something else or at least, you know, budget save and then go on a vacation. But this reliance on the government and the government's idea that we'll just keep giving money to people to kind of stimulate the economy, at the end of the day, I'm not quite sure it's the right thing to do. It's also another issue is that a lot of the money will eventually have to be paid back by the taxpayer. So does the taxpayer want to fund people going on vacation around the country? And that's another thing that needs to be kind of looked at. Who knows whether the government will or will not? It looks like at the moment they're kind of putting the brakes on it and they're looking a bit more closer. Do we need to do this? Um, or can we rely maybe on international tourism picking up? Because I do know the high season is starting to get busy. There are a lot of inbound customers coming. Uh, you can see around the place um, the different nationalities, you know, Australian, UK, Germans, Indians. You know, they're all influxing into Thailand now. And it's certainly becoming a busier place in the tourist hub. So let's see what they'll do. But what do you guys think about all this? Do you think the government should be still subsidizing travel for people? Or is it time that people stand on their own two feet? Uh, the government, forget about this, kind of just throwing money into the tourism sector to boost growth and, and spending and, and just, you know, let it naturally occur. I'd love to know your opinions as always, guys, down below in that comment section.
So we're going to move along to the next story of the day, and it's in relation to the Move Forward Party. They cry foul against attempts to scuttle its progressive liquor bill. Now, Thailand's opposition Move Forward Party is urging members of the public to voice their support for the party's draft progressive liquor bill openly and to share the party's view on this issue on social media, according to the party leader, Pita Lim Jaran Rat. In his Instagram post yesterday, Peter explained the five reasons why the Move Forward Party initiated the bill in the first place. The bill to liberalise liquor production would help boost local economies and tourism, distribute income to rural areas, broaden the tax base and put an end to Thailand's liquor business oligopoly. Peter said that there is no reason for the government not to support this bill, which is intended to help ordinary people so they can have a share of the cake instead of letting big business have it all to themselves. The Move Forward Party's reaction was in response to an official report that the cabinet, at its meeting yesterday, signalled that coalition parties should scuttle the progressive liquor bill in Parliament. Government Chief Whip Nirat Sukhantanka explained that today that neither the government nor Prime Minister Prayat Chanacha has anything to do whether this bill or the cannabis bill will pass the second and final reading in the House. He explained that the final decision whether to approve the bills, which have been returned to the House after approval by their respective scrutiny panels, rests with individual MPs in each. In early November, Deputy Spokesman for the Prime Minister's Office, Tipan Shurachana, meanwhile dismissed the suggestion that the Prime Minister is behind the move to ditch the progressive liquor bill. She insisted that the Prime Minister has never interfered with legislative affairs, which is within the jurisdiction of Parliament. She said that the opposition parties might have overreacted in order to create public misunderstanding regarding the government. Now, I don't know if that's actually true because in a Bangkok uh, post story today it actually does state the prime minister is not happy with this bill and he wants it dropped so whether or not actually who's telling the truth and all this is very interesting but we'll move on to the final story of the day guys and it's in relation to the cabinet backing expats owning land the cabinet approved on tuesday the interior ministry's proposal to allow foreigners to hold land ownership of up to one rye that's roughly 0.16 hectares for residential purposes though critics warned the move may trigger land speculation by foreign investors according to government spokesman anoka burracharasi the weekly cabinet meeting approved in principle a draft regulation of the interior ministry regarding land ownership by foreigners allowing four groups of rich foreign nationals wealthy global citizens wealthy pensioners people who want to work from thailand and highly skilled professionals or specialists to buy and own land for residents now that's these are the people by the way just to interject into this uh the long-term visa the lt i think it's the ltr it's called the long-term residence visa that they brought out where they're trying to attract wealthy global citizens wealthy retirees to invest in thailand and this is who the land will be for it won't be for your average joe soap married to a thai citizen for the last 20 years the proposal marks a departure from long-standing laws limiting land and property purchases except condominiums to ties or people married to ties over a period of five years from now through 2026 the government hopes to attract more than a million wealthy expats to thailand i'm not quite sure 
about that. The government estimates the scheme will inject more than 1 trillion baht into the economy with an uptick of 800 billion baht in investment and 270 billion true revenue collection. According to Mr. Anuka, the land slated for foreign ownership should be located in Bangkok, the Pattaya area, the municipalities of all provinces nationwide and areas stipulated as residential zones according to the Town and Country Planning Act. Qualified foreign nationals must invest 40 million baht in Thai property. Securities are funds to participate in the scheme. They are required to invest in real estate or infrastructure funds, real estate investment trusts, securities or enterprises promoted by the Board of Investment. If participants withdraw their investment before the designated period, their land ownership rights must be revoked, he said. The proposed scheme should uh, become effective after publication in the Royal Gazette. The scheme would be reviewed after five years, said Mr. Anuka. The proposed scheme aligns with the government's economic and investment stimulus plan to attract wealthy foreigners and professionals to Thailand. This is expected to help draw foreign investment and stimulate the economy, he said. Now, Tanit Sarat, vice chairman of the Employers' Confederation of Thai Trade and Industry, disagrees with the cabinet's decision, citing the possible impact on future land purchases made by locals as well as land ownership issues. Thailand may be headed for trouble involving land speculation, meaning locals may be unable to afford to purchase land because of higher prices, he said. We are worried about Chinese investors. They already bought and own plots of land in Cambodia and Laos. Mr. Tanat said he understands the government wants to stimulate the economy by offering land ownership to foreigners to draw investment. But, he said, there are other ways to ramp up the economy. Why didn't the government consider granting Thai nationality to foreigners who can apply their technological enterprises to help the nation develop high technology at the Eastern Economic Corridor, said Mr. Tanet. The EEC is a government scheme to develop a high-tech industrial hub with the potential to draw foreign direct investment spanning parts of Chonburi and Rayong. In contrast, the Federation of Thai Industries said earlier the land ownership policy could be a positive economic stimulus. FTI Chairman Krinkari Titkankul said many wealthy foreigners, notably those in businesses, would enjoy a long stay here for retirement. Domestic tourism operators will benefit if this policy can attract more foreigners, he said. So that is basically the the news on this. So it'll be basically people who have qualified for this LTR visa that um, they have been promoting now since earlier this year. And it went into effect, I think, on September one first month of September they had about 600 applications they really have not updated people on this and I think the whole land ownership thing is probably in response to the fact that it hasn't been really taken up by wealthy foreign citizens around the world and you could see why because it really doesn't offer anything a 10-year visa you know it's to invest and and put all your money away for periods of time just to get a 10-year visa and not have to and actually, it's not 10 years, it's five and five, just let people know. So it's not a full 10 years. I mean, the benefits are what? You don't have to do a 90-day report. I mean, come on, that's it. So this, I think, has been put up there as kind of the cherry on the cake, you know. So you invest, you put your money into the country, and, you know, you can own uh, one rye of land. Now, I'm sure there's going to be people who will try to get around the one rye and purchase other parts. And I think it's certainly something they'll have to be careful about. I mean, whether you agree or disagree whether foreigners should be allowed to own land here in Thailand, there is a point that by allowing this, you may push up prices 
and you know push locals out of the market so i think that certainly has is something that has to be looked at and you know um dealt with by the government at the end of the day but i'd love to know guys your thoughts on all of this i mean is it something that would attract you this ltr visa scheme and the idea that you'd have to invest 40 million in the country to be able to buy a piece of land and build a house on it you know I mean, if you had money, would that be something you'd do? Or are you still of the opinion probably Thailand isn't the right country to bring in money to? Um, because, you know, there's many, many stories of people who have invested money in this country and left with nothing. But as always, guys, I'd love to know your opinions down below in that comment section. Again, give us a, a like, a subscribe, hit the notification bell, and thanks for tuning in today. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.